Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey. Robin. What's going on? I'm so happy to hear your voice. <laughs> Long time, no hot seat. I okay? know. How have you been? I've been living life, loving life, and learning from life. <laughs> That's a lot. Just more life is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, great. All right. So today's topic is singleness. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny that you made that noise because the guest that we have today is an interview I actually did a couple of weeks ago. Um and so when I was talking to her, I said that too, dumb, dumb, dumb. Oh, really? <laughs> Girl, the Lord is trying to tell us. Something. Right, right. It's so crazy what people think of singleness. Like, well, not everybody, because there are some people who are single and like. Love it. Right. Like single and I would have it no other way. Right. Then you have the dumb, dumb, dumbs yeah. <laughs> that are like, uh, Lord, why am I single? Or, um, Lord. Uh, when are you going to go ahead and deliver? Right. You just, uh, pretty much you have questions for Jesus, okay? Oh, yeah. And you just want answers about being single. Um, And so, yeah, we're going to like dive all into this singleness topic. Uh, the guest today is amazing. But before we got into that, I want to chat with my girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, singleness, when you think of singleness outside of the dum-dum-dum like what comes to mind um not married Mm. it's not really to me it's it's a like when I think about it I think about the status Mm -hmm. single as a status as I'm not married doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not seeing somebody or dating or something like that mm-hmm. doesn't even mean that I'm alone or feeling lonely it just means this is my station until I go to the next one which is married yeah like that's what I think about so do you think so it's kind of like when we say like something like a dum 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 like when you hear singleness it's like it's almost it seems like it's something negative like it's, it's a negative thing that you're not spoken for yeah you know is it i i don't think so i mean well i don't think so today (laughs) well i mean if you think if 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 you think about it and if we're we don't want to be single no we like personally don't right but some people do some people do yeah but if you if we were to take a poll, mm-hmm. would you think the majority of people want to be or don't want to be single? I think it would be half and half because really? I, I don't even think that uh, some people would even relate it to marriage. Like everybody's goal is not marriage, and so I mean, now if we're talking about people who follow God, 
right. and you know live their life by the Bible, then they probably are thinking singleness as far as marriage. Um, so I guess if I had to take marriage out of it, then probably a lot of people don't want to be single. Mm-hmm. But if you put marriage in it, it might be like a half and half I thing. Because I think marriage is not as popular as it was. Girl, <laughs> back when I was coming through. <laughs> <laughs> back when you was a little young whippersnapper. Girl. Um, so yeah, and I don't know. I think I, somewhere along the lines, like we've got this idea that singleness is just not a good space to be in and but you know that has a lot to do with media feeds Mm. right tv movies facebook pages of all these happy and lovely couples and then you feel like you're lacking something if you don't have what you see right even like before that because think about like uh the school days when even when you were younger and you know they do all the valentine's day stuff and I remember, you know, being in grade school and for Valentine's Day, people getting those big, stupid, dumb teddy bears, like the the ones that are bigger than your whole body <laughs> for like Valentine's Day. And so even if then, if you weren't with somebody, you weren't getting like a card or right. something, then it'd be like, oh, well, what's wrong with you? You're single. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven forbid. Right. Heaven forbid you be alone. (laughs) So, you know, right now we're in this relationship series. And so this is the second uh, installment of that series, which really this particular topic should probably be the end of the series. We're not towards the end, but we're just going to do things how we want to do things Mm -hmm, here. mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about it today. Um so the guest that we have with us, her name is Brittany, and she has a blog called Learning to Live Single God's Way. Okay. And so we had like this really great conversation just about how you get to the point to just be okay with being single. And when you hear single, you're like, whoop, whoop. Instead That's of, me. Right? <laughs> instead of, where's the tissue? <laughs> violin cue the violin please right 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 so yeah i'm really excited to get into that you weren't here for that but that's okay uh so yeah you are here now girl okay you gave some insight (laughs) that you know what we single and all right yeah (laughs) (laughs) most days okay Okay. (laughs) we functioning right okay jesus come on now come on now um he will and let me tell you he will do it he's Mm -hmm. going to do it he is doing it whatever it could be it could be plenty of things um but yeah thank you for being a part of this little start of the the topic today but i want to hear what britney has to say because she's really awesome let's do it all right so the next voices you will hear will be myself and britney's as we talk about being okay with being by yourself Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, follow us on Instagram at God and Lemonade, hit the like button, and share it with some friends. All right, hey guys, we are back and we are talking about this whole big word called singleness, dum dum dum. And so today with us, we have a very, very special guest. Her name is Brittany, and we have not met her in the flesh. However, you know, I feel like we're friends in my head at this point. Um, 
we follow each other on Instagram and I noticed maybe like a month or so ago that she started to post about a blog that she was starting um, called Living Single God's Way. And I was like, yes, girl, yes. Like, I couldn't wait to see what that was about. So uh, once she put the blog up and I read her first post, I was like, I love this. Uh, so I definitely wanted to talk to her about it. And so here she is. Hey, Brittany. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so much for joining me. Uh, Brand is out. But, you know. Absolutely. We're going to have to be here. Yes, girl. Yes. So, it's so awesome. Like, we talked about this before when we talked before recording about how crazy, like, how such a blessing social media can be sometimes. Mm. (laughs) You know, it's a curse (laughs) and a blessing. Like, like who knew? Like, you know, we're essentially strangers, but we're going to have a really good conversation. So, I, I love what you do. And I want to hear about it, more about it as we go on. But first things first, we're all about God being in the details. So just tell us a little bit about like your God journey. Have you always been like 100% sold out for God? Did it take some a while? Like how did that go? Well, um, I was thankful to grow up in a Christian home. We were frequently in church as a child. I was introduced to God as a child. Um, you know, my parents are, you know, were heavily in the church and whatnot. Um, but unfortunately it was still a disconnect with me being younger. My parents, even though they were in the church, it really wasn't a push to really learn about God. It was just like, as long as you're there, then you're good. (laughs) So it took me a while to kind of build my own personal uh, relationship with God, but I've always been very independent as far as like my mindset I really couldn't be persuaded to do anything I just kind of like if I want to do it I do it if I don't I don't so luckily that's good sometimes (laughs) but (laughs) this time was actually good because I started to decide to go to like the youth classes and you know decide to go to things outside of church that um like trips we would go on and stuff like that so I began to connect and I started to build a relationship and you know, meet different people. Mm-hmm. And then from that, um, I still had God in my heart, but I still wasn't too involved with it. But I still, it's, I sowed the seed. The seed was sown by me hanging around people. And then as time went on, I connected with people through um, different, like, modeling groups that uh, dealt with Christianity, mm-hmm. um, like purity groups, you know, just different things that I met from people via social media um, along the way. And then through that, I began to get closer. And then now, here I am. So Here you <laughs> are, girl. Okay. So that's pretty dope. Um, sounds kind of like, I guess, how most of us are. Like, we, we, we see God, but we are not really into it, into it until later on. Um, right. So, yeah, girl, that's the life transition. <laughs> so <laughs> I know that you're um, – a big part of your story is your journey uh, to singleness and and being at a point where you're okay with being single. But before, I guess you kind of got on one accord with what God wanted for your life. What were relationships like for you then? Before that, um, well, before the Lord was really heavily in my life, relationships was all over the place. Um. I didn't, I, I knew in my heart that I wanted to have standards and I kind of had that thing where most women, I want to get married, I want to have children, you know, the white picket fence, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But my actions weren't really reflecting that. Mm. So even though I knew I wanted it, I still would talk to all multiple guys and um, I had, I started to have 
increased as years went on multiple sex partners i didn't really care i didn't my standards started to get really low like i was just all crazy and i didn't really have that respect for myself so i didn't really respect other people yeah so it was just kind of like all over the place no structure just everywhere (laughs) so yeah and that's a good thing you said like you wanted to have standards but for some reason you just could not get it together I feel like that resonates with me personally like but looking back like why do you think you couldn't just like connect like I need to just go for it and set these standards for myself um I think as as people we have this thing where you know, when it comes to change, we want it. We know what we ultimately want, but we think we can still keep doing the same things to get it. Mm. And for me, letting go of, like, the guys and getting the attention and stuff like that was just a bit much. I felt like, okay, maybe I could, after I, you know, went crazy with this dude, we clubbed together, party together and all this, <laughs> well, maybe I can kind of switch him around. He could become that guy. Mm. So I kept trying to use the people that I had around me and convince them, don't you want to get married? Don't you want to have kids? But it's like <laughs> I'd already given this perception yeah. of who I was, you know, to that point. And I just, I couldn't. It's like a lot of stuff I just knew. I just didn't really feel like at the time I had that ability. You know, yeah. I didn't really work on it enough to grow into it and push myself to, like, the next level. Yeah. Girl, I feel like <laughs> we live the same life, kind of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what was your breaking point? Like, what happened um, that slapped you back to reality to, to tell yourself, like, I have to do something different? Um... I'm going to say uh, in 2014, a lot happened in that year. Um, in the beginning of the year, I just really got tired of, like, talking to a lot of guys. So um, I cut all the guys off except for this one guy. <laughs> and that was, like, my friends with benefits guy. Yeah. Well, he always just seemed to just pop up in my life. And then, like, I would, like, try to have serious conversations with the dude. He was just, like, kind of empty. Like, oh, I'm just, you know, doing my thing. And he didn't, he wasn't ambitious. And then it was just, like... Literally, one day, I was like, I don't want this. Like, yeah. I could never get to where the Lord wants me to get to if I keep this dude around. Right. So, I just went cold turkey. I just, I mean, everybody on my phone, I just cut everybody off. And it's like, forget it. I'm just going to focus on the Lord and all of that. And mm-hmm. it, it was just kind of like that moment. I would just say I just got tired. Like, it was it was moments where I would kind of like, I'm going to stop, but I never really had the action. But this time, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to try it a different way and see what happens. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so what was, like, your initial, okay, now you knew you had to try it a different way. So what, like, did you do? Um. Well, besides cutting guys off, I just, I, I cut off sex. Um, I cut off um, the impure connections I had with people. And it wasn't just relationship with guys. It was friendships that I had I cut off. Mm-hmm. I started going to church more frequently, Get really just getting involved in church. Mm-hmm. Um changed what I listened to like I just started changing I mean it wasn't all at once but it was like a gradual couple months couple months I started doing it yeah and as I started doing it I started to see different results and I started to see that the same guys that I used to attract didn't pay me any attention but I started even though it wasn't like oh Mr. Wright came like the next day but I saw guys were starting to respect me yeah more okay Huh, that's a good point. <laughs> so that's a good point to say that we really could have standards out here and people will respect it, you know, 
the ball is in our court and a lot of times we just drop it you know we put it in other people's hands and that's not okay not at all. <laughs> so 2014 was a little while ago. And if you're anything like me or any other normal person who's trying to make a transition, you have probably failed or had some challenges during that period. Uh, what has it been like? Has it been like this? Like as soon as you got on a train, like you never got off? Have you been struggling? Like what's it like? Um... It's been a struggle. It's, mm, I wouldn't say it's extreme. It's it's weird because when I was out there trying to keep up with everything and all in the mess, it it felt a lot more challenging because it didn't feel like me. Yeah. But being in this in this season and in in this time, I feel like it's difficult. But I feel like I'm more equipped. I'm not really. Um, I don't feel as unable. I feel like, okay, even if it's not happening at the moment, you know, it's things that are starting to change. And um, I'm very purposeful with the people I talk to and the things I involve myself in. So I would say I've stayed more involved with things. And because I've been more cautious and conscious with a lot of things, it's mm-hmm. really changed my perspective and how I've handled things. It's like the pain is still there, but how I deal with it is much different. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned pain, and I think that's a a big one for people that are single. I mean, people that are in relationships sometimes, too, but (laughs) since we're talking about singleness, um, what are maybe, like, one or two of the biggest things that come up that kind of set you back in your mind a little bit? Um, well, I would say... When people try to intervene and tell me where I should be at the age I'm at, I'm I'm about to be 28, so yeah. it's like that whole oh, shouldn't you be here at this point right now? Shouldn't you be married at this point right now? Yeah. And sometimes it kind of sets me back because a part of me, a part of growth is sometimes you do have to revisit things from your past and you have to grow from it because when you're when you're growing, you're basically fixing things that has that you've decided to damage in the past, unknowingly or knowingly. So sometimes when people bring up where I should be, I feel guilt because I feel like I wasted time. Yeah, okay. You know, so that kind of triggers something in my mind a lot of the time. Um, And then sometimes with me being out there, if I might listen to a certain song that might be sexual, I might have to, like, bring it back because (laughs) I was so heavily in that. Girl, it's real. Right. And it's so real. Like, that... I mean, when you decide to walk away from whatever it is that's sinful or whatever it may be, you know, it's not that you'll forever not feel that feeling again. It's not that you'll not have that desire again. You know, mm-hmm. it's still there. It's just how you're dealing with it is differently. And um, I still, if I, like I said, if I hear that song, if somebody says something, if I, even if I see a guy that looks a certain way hmm. that a, a guy I was attracted to at one point yeah. by the look, I'm like, <laughs> okay, Lord, it's real out there. <laughs> Help me, please, today, right now. Girl, I'm just laughing so hard because, like, this is my whole life. Like, (laughs) I don't think, well, I'm not going to say, because it wasn't, like, that bad for me. But I, I do have moments, 
you know, because I am human, I am flesh. So I do have like little moments where I'm like, devil, get behind me. But you know what the crazy thing is, like it works. (laughs) You know, when you intent when you're intentional about saying, Not today, not today, then those things do go away. I mean they they can come back up now. But (laughs) uh and I think also I want to point out what what you said about people um, kind of reminding you of where you are not (laughs) being a thing that can kind of get into your head. And it's so crazy how like the devil can use anything because these aren't even your own thoughts. It's other people making you feel guilty. Like, dang. Like, Like, where am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to be? (laughs) Right. You just start thinking and all this stuff keep popping in your head. You're like, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is not what I'm thinking. I'm good. Right. The Lord already told me this is where I'm supposed to be and he's forgiven me. So why am I digging in the past? Like I haven't grown. You know what I mean? So. Right. And so my next question would be, and this is just more so because I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Like, why did you think it was important to go like, oh, crazy cold turkey lady versus like, well, you know, I can let this slide and let this slide. Cause I know for me, like I was straight up like cold turkey, like, and I'm like that too. I'm very intentional about what I listen to, like what I, what type of environments I put myself in. Cause I feel like for me, like it's real. Like I don't want to get caught slipping ever again in life, you know? Um, I would say at the moment it was a, it was like a builder. Like that wasn't the first time I tried to walk away. Mm, Okay. That was just that moment where I was just tired and I just decided to cut it all off. Like I'm done with it all. Like it was just more of that, but it's been times and it's been people that I've, that I've like talked to that has spoken into my life. People that are, come on now, you got to change up like different people that I've come across within the years of me being crazy, you know, that has tried to speak me out of it. And I feel like those seeds really mattered. And at the time, sometimes when people tell you things, like when you're a kid and your mom like, oh, you'll understand when you get older. And you're like, man, what's she talking about? And you get older and it's like that exact time that you need it. You hear that same <laughs> thing and it's like, oh my gosh, I get it now. Right. It was like an aha moment. Yeah. You know, type thing. So. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy how it, like, you could have experienced this 1,800 times and then you get like this, huh? And you're like, oh. <laughs> This is how it's supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do. So, (laughs) what, now that you are, you know, free of distractions, like, what has been the benefit of what your relationship with God is like? I would say, um, so much clarity. Um, I'm really able to just know that something's not of God or um, this is what the Lord wants me to do. It's very clear. Um, Before, I would kind of be like, is this the Lord? And I would have this expectancy for a certain thing, like the Lord has to sound this certain way. The Lord has to do this certain thing. You know, he has all these things that he has to do. And I'm like, okay, why isn't it happening? But now it's like, okay, Lord, I get you. Like, I just know. I don't need him to baby talk me. I don't need to have all these different things spinning around. And, okay, Lord, thunderstorms and all that extra stuff. I, I just know, <laughs> yeah. you know, type thing. It's like that, that, um, what do I want to say? Is it a word for it? Well, it's just really just knowing, having that tr- true clarity and that confirmation um, 
with me spending time with the Lord and just really letting go of all the distraction. Yeah. Okay. So I definitely feel you on that. Being able to have like a sense of more clarity when it's just like you and God, like that's a real thing. And I feel like for myself, um, like I used to feel like I not despise the thought of being single, but I was just like, Oh God, like it's going to be like this big, horrible journey I'm going to have to go through. But really, this time around, because of the relationship that I've gained with God, it's been really amazing. And I couldn't imagine not having this time to build this type of relationship with God. Because I feel yeah. like it's just setting me up just to be such so much of a better person for, you know, everybody that I need to be a better person for. Right. <laughs> um, so I'm like, yeah, I think this is going to make me a better wife and a mom and a friend and, a, you know, all those things. So, um, Agreed. <laughs> yeah, and just realizing, too, like, how much time, like, I feel like I can really see a difference. And I don't know if you can see it, too, like, from where when I was, like, you know, doing stuff with guys versus, like, now it's just me and I'm intentional about God. I'm like, I was right. not making God the center of the first or anything else before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Girl, yes. And it's a, you could definitely tell the difference. Like, yeah. hands down, the relationship is totally different. It's just, oof. It's just different. Like, that's all I can really say. It's totally different yeah. between the two. Yeah. So now my question to myself is, so if I start to date somebody, when am I going to have time to see them? Because <laughs> now, <laughs> now it's like God is the priority. And so for me, I'm just like so nervous about anything messing that up. You know what I mean? Yes, and that's such a beautiful place to be in, though, because yeah. I really know that the Lord wants us to be there, like, just afraid, because it's, it's such a very um, special relationship, it's so intimate, it's so important, you put in work, girl, like, yeah. from the beginning till now, like, you realize all the stuff that you have been through with God, yeah. and how you've grown, and just to think somebody gonna come up in there, it's like, okay, you huh. gotta really be right. important, okay. right. <laughs> like, sent from him. Okay. okay. Like for real, for real. <laughs> and I'm blessed, you know, and I, you probably feel the same way to even like be to the point where I have that standard. It's just like, if it's not God, like I don't want it. Right. <laughs> you know, if you're going to yeah. almost mess up my relationship, I don't want it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't get to that point. A lot of people are in such a rush to get into a relationship that they might almost get to that point, but then they get in a relationship and those are the same people that you could probably talk to now and say, you know, what do you think you've regretted, you know, before you got into the relationship? Not saying that it is not great and God filled now, but a lot of people say, I wish I would have really like live single, like happy and, and joyful and not put so much limitations on what God can do through me. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I've seen that and talked to people plenty of times about that too. Yeah. Cause I don't think, I'm not going to say it's not a lot of people who are like talking the single life up, but I think in, we're in a special position because when you are trying to like live for God and you're single, girl, that's a whole nother level versus <laughs> you just being single and just kind of like doing whatever. Because, you know, yeah. then everything is kind of open. But I feel like mm-hmm. that whole God thing just take it to a whole nother level. And sometimes I find myself sitting around like, okay, Lord, so what exactly do I do? Because <laughs> it just feels like everything is off limits. And, you know, so. Yeah, it can be like that sometimes. Sometimes you just get to that place where like, okay, Lord, you know, this is what I struggle with or that. 
how can I find something else to do? How can I avoid this? Because, you know, back in the day, this right here was my issue. So how do I, like, maneuver around it? But it's so, like, God is so good because he just really, like, he surrounds you with people mm-hmm. that's important, you know, that can really, like, um, help you grow in your life and you can help them grow. And he also gets you really creative um, huh. and getting back to the things that he had you doing in the beginning. So, girl, yeah, it's really dope. And finding yourself. And so, you know, to kind of go into that, what do you, you know, since you kind of started on this journey, what is the biggest, like, revelation you've had about Brittany? Oh, wow. Um, I would say my strength. Yeah. I am very strong. And this is not in, I'm not excluding God out of this. Like, this is all God. But just really... God, I would say, well, God's showing me my strength that I've already had because like I had spoken on before and I would say like before I went cold turkey, it was times where I could have changed up. It was times where, you know, people were speaking into my life and I just didn't really see it. I didn't tap into that. Mm -hmm. You know, it was always there, but I just didn't tap into it. But now I really see my strength because it's literally I keep running to the same things that I used to do and how I overcome it and how I push through it. I just never, ever saw, I honestly never saw the day of me not having sex. Like, I didn't see that day. I mean, to some people, it might not be nothing, but I was like, Lord, like, I, I don't, I didn't see it when people would speak on it. Like, yeah. I would like, you know, be in purity groups and stuff like that and connect with women. Mm-hmm. I would literally cry my eyes out because it seemed like the most challenging thing. Yeah. Like, it, it had me locked in. So, just to see the Lord really work through me to really show that you strong, you are dope, you are mine, we, we together. You know, that right there is really the biggest, biggest revelation that I've realized through this whole journey so far. Yeah, that's awesome, too. And, you know, that is a big thing. I feel like <clears throat> that's one of the biggest things, I guess, for me, too, because a lot of times, like, I personally, which is, deal with stuff that first of all I didn't even have to deal with so just even having the strength to like walk away from stuff because you know like God wants better for you um and the sexual thing is real like again I don't think that that's like a big thing that kind of helped me but just like knowing like a lot of people who are maybe in this position or in other positions you know the battle with the whole sex thing <laughs> would take some people out the game, like for real. Yeah. It will. It will. It really will. It could it it gets in your mind. It's something that it takes years. And some people never overcome, but it takes years, intentional years of like really retraining your mind. Even if it's to the point of not looking at, at a man as a piece of meat. Like that right there yeah. was challenging for me because for so long, I'm just like, yes, I need that right there. You know, <laughs> now I got to think of this man as a, a, a godly man, you know, yeah. a God that can lead me, you know, just all of this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, how am I supposed to switch that around, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And so where do you, where did that come from for you? Was this like a, cause I know like a lot of times like men traditionally, have the tendency, and not all men, so, okay, men, so don't get mad at me, but I'm just saying, like, traditionally, (laughs) they're the ones that, like, kind of look at women like, oh, that's for dinner tonight, you know, kind of thing, whereas women are usually much more emotionally attached, and you do have some women 
in some cases that are kind of like the guys in the situation, like, no, like I want this for dinner tonight. You know, it's not even like about anything else. So for you, was it always kind of like that or did it like stem from something? Um, it wasn't always like that. I would say towards the ending couple years of me acting crazy, it was um, more of a, I had to detach myself. Yeah. Like I had gotten to a point where I felt like it had hit me so heavy of living that life that I had to find a way to take the emotion out of it. So mm. when I had to look at the guys, a piece of me, I had to drink to like numb the emotional part because I didn't want it to look like I liked them like that. I mm. wanted to feel like a man would feel like, okay, it's over. It's done. So I had to change my mentality yeah. to continue to live that lifestyle. Now that's, that's a deep right there. And I think a lot of people get in that situation and, you know, when you see people who are like excessively drinking or things like that, you know, my first thought is like, you know, it's something that they're masking. It's something that you're trying not to deal with because I've never been like a huge drinker, but I have had moments in my life where I was just like, okay. I'm going to have a glass of wine probably every night. <laughs> but then I'm like, who? first of all, I had to ask myself, who are you right now? Then the next question is, who does that? And I realized why I was doing it. And it was because I just didn't want to deal with, like, the situation that I was in. So it was better just to, like, drink some wine and just get sleepy and not worry about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, because you, you really feel like when you're about to drink that, like, You'll it'll never come up like you'll never feel those emotions like you'll never get out of it you'll be drunk forever yeah that's how I feel but then you wake up and it's like what did I just do why did I do it and you have all this regret of you know you're better than that you right. know you could do this why would you do that again the same do it again mm. you know yes, girl. so it's it's a trick it's a definite it's definitely a trick of the mind oh, that yeah. I have and so that definitely is some strength to even pull yourself out of that because. You know, I can only imagine, you know, because I feel like our stories are similar but different. And so to get to a point where you're just like deep, deep down at the core of Brittany, that's not really what you want. But you just feel like this is the life I'm going to get. So let me figure out how to deal with it. You know what I mean? Right. And then to like now be on the opposite side to see that that was a complete and total lie. Mm. Like God has so much more. Girl, and if everybody, child, and it's just kind of like, it. I don't know, sometimes, I don't know if it feels like this for you, it feels like it's kind of cliche when you say it to people, like, no, for real, like, really get to know God, like, I'm telling you, your life is going to change. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and we say it so much, and I know people sometimes side-eye it, but, like, for real, when you get just to know God for real, for real, like, everything changes. That's what I say. Like, yeah. I try to not, I mean, I just believe, like, speaking with different people because, you know, you have people, how do you do it? You know, they have different opinions and perspectives and whatnot. But I just be like, just try it. You know what I'm saying? Like, try something different in what you're doing. Yeah. Um, Just even if it's something little, like, try not to talk to this particular type of guy. You know, try to talk to them. Give the guy the chance that you would normally push to the side, which is normally the good guys. Because when you act crazy, you don't want nobody good telling you (laughs) stuff that you need to be right, okay? Right. (laughs) Right. So once I say try it, you know, some people were like, wow, it is different, you know, and stuff like that. I try not to really put too much of the religious part into it in the beginning. Yeah. and then Because I, I know the Lord. I know the Lord has it. 
Mm-hmm. So I just try to just give them, you know, just try, try God, try, you know, try to be a Bible, try to, you know, right. stuff like that. So right. this is like a little subtle, just a little subtle. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you went through that journey. I mean, you're still walking through your journey, but at this point you are super sold out, holding it down and God drops it in your heart to start a blog. So tell us about this blog girl. Well, girl, I'm telling you, every day I'm trying to figure it out. I'm going to just be real. It's something that the Lord put on my heart in 2014 when I had just got out of a relationship. I thought I was going to marry this dude. I thought we would pop him on, and then he switched on me. He decided he wanted to do the opposite of what we talked about, and I just felt like, okay, Lord, take me out of it. I walked out of it, and years later, I'm here now, and... um. I remember the Lord placing, learning to live single God's way on my heart, like, and I just couldn't knock it. So I just eventually began to just seek God and like, Lord, okay, this, you keep saying this thing. And I hope this doesn't mean I'm in prison forever because I don't want to be single forever. Like if I tell people, if I create something to say, learning to live single God's way, I don't want this to mean that you're going to just leave me here in single life. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't his intention. It was a blessing because I really truly believe like, like, I died, the other person died, and then I came back to, like, really live, you know, single life the way that he desired for me to live it. And, you know, it's no handbook. This is not like a, oh, if you do this, you'll get this. This is just me just being real about my daily life um, and connecting with different people, um, different Christians that have stories about um, being single, mm-hmm. have stories about... Um, you know, just being a Christian entrepreneur, just whatever it may be, just really getting people um, together so that they can really see that living single isn't a bad thing. It's me placing my story out there so that um, God can use me, whether it's my past story or even this story through family members, whoever I connect with, and just really having people um, just seek God through it. That's the main thing. That's what it's all about. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. And so uh, one of the first things I read uh, on your blog is when you talked about your dates with Jesus. Uh, (laughs) And I was like, oh, my gosh, I love this so much. So, yeah, tell us about that. Well, basically, it's it's outside of the normal Bible studies that you may go to or Bible studies you have at home. Um, it's really what you make it. You can make the date night a Bible study. It just kind of depends on what you want to do. It could be um, going to the movies, just you and God. Um, it could be going to a play. It could be going to a concert, whatever it is. It's just intentional dates that you create. You set it out. You look on Groupon or whatever you use, and um, you find something to um, go to with the Lord and just spend that special time with him. I just consider it like intentional, letting the Lord know I want to spend time with you. I want this to be me and you. To everybody else, they might not see God, but he's there. I see him. We walking together. He got on yeah. the suit. It's going to like a nice little dinner. Yeah. You know, yeah. something like that. But it's just intentional time with the Lord um, and just really getting out there and making him feel important, just like you would do with a guy. Yeah. You know. And that's so crazy because I feel like I'm like the queen. Well, not the queen, but um, I love like when I have a free Friday um, and I can come home, straight home and like Netflix and chill with myself. But I don't think I ever thought of it in the terms of how you're saying like 
think of it as like intentionally. I mean, not really like Netflix and chilling, but like anything like because I'm, you know, I can do stuff by myself. So that's not a problem. But I don't think I've ever approached it in the sense of like, it's me and God right now, you know? Right. And so I feel like that would make me feel like a little less like by myself if I did that. (laughs) I think he really loves that. The Lord knows like what's going to happen before it happens. He knows the things you struggle with on a daily basis, but it's something about him hearing you say it. And I feel that same way about date nights with Jesus because it's, it's easy, but okay, let me open this Bible real quick and read some scriptures. Okay. Okay. I got that. It's like, okay, Lord, you know what? You want to go to the movies? Let's go to the movies. <laughs> Let's go chill together. Me and you together. And it's something about that that really gives me, like, a peace of mind and a closeness to him. Yeah. Um, because it lets it lets him know that I'm inviting him into my life, into the things that I enjoy and yeah. that I want to include him in. Mm-hmm. Girl, I just, ooh, I love that. That's And then I feel like, too, in that time, because I think when I am intentional, when I'm alone and I am intentional, I learned so much about myself and so much about God in those moments. So I think that's why those date nights with Jesus are so important because you're, you're you're learning yourself, you're having fun and you're inviting God to come in. So I was like, that is so dope to, you know, even think of it that way. Girl, I love it. I love it because I always feel like he's with me, Yeah, you know, because I, when I go out, you know, I'm like, I can go out to the movies by myself, but I always end up talking to him anyway. Yeah. I'm like, right. well, what you think of that name? You know, Lord, they should not be doing that. Right. Okay, okay, Lord, I got it. Like, I'm literally having a conversation. I'm like, you know, let me invite him to this dinner. Right. He might be here. He's going to always be here, but I want him to know that I want him here. Right. So, it yeah. might be weird to some people, but right. it's okay. We yeah. all weird. Right. <laughs> we all have our weird moments. So, yeah, I love that, just, like, the part of being intentional. You know, if your friends, like, try to call you up, not tonight, girl. Me and Jesus, we going, you know. <laughs> yes, girl. We going on a hot date. I'm going to get all dressed up. <laughs> yes, and get dressed up and be cute. See, I love that. I cannot wait to play in my next one. That's so, I just love it. Um, <laughs> and so, um, out of your past experience and just, like, where you are now, uh, what is just, like, the best advice that you can give to somebody who maybe in it already or thinking about starting this single journey? Like, what would you say to them? I would say um, to take it one day at a time um, to keep negative people out of it yeah. and just really get around a lot of God-fearing people. Like, yeah. get the Lord in your spirit Um Get some um, scriptures in your spirit. Just really just get around really positive God-fearing people. Just start with that. Start with that as the foundation. Um, pray intentional prayers about what you desire yeah. um, to really look like. Um, not really in a, a selfish way, like all about me, but just really just express to the Lord, you know, Lord, I don't like being alone. You know, Lord, I really want to do this. You know, express those things to him and really be intimate and intentional about that. And when you're very intentional about your relationship with God, you'll be amazed at the different things that he'll expose you to, um, the connections that he'll make out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to be intentional about wanting to really change. I would say start with that, baby steps, and know your lane, know when too much is too much, and just take your time, and it, just include God in everything. Yeah, I love that, baby steps, because you know every step of the way God is there. 
Like he really is. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, Brittany. So uh, let the people know where you can be found in your blog and all that. Okay. <laughs> well, you can first find me on social media at Learning to Live Single God's Way. Um, on my Instagram, that's the Instagram page. You can email me at Learning to Live Single God's Way at gmail.com. And you can also come over to my website Ooh. at Learning to Live Single God's Way. Dot com and just connect with me, email with me. Um, if you have any stories, um, if you're a Christian business owner, definitely connect with me because I definitely shout you guys out on my website. Whatever you have to give, we can work together and let's do this thing for Jesus, girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Doing it for Jesus. Doing it for the God culture. I love that. Yes. All right, girl. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. I loved it. It's an extremely important conversation, um, and I know somebody's going to be blessed from it, girl. Yes, indeed. I pray they are. (laughs) All right, guys. We will be right back with our final thought. Hey, y'all. It's Ken here with a final thought. I just want to thank Brittany again for coming on and giving such a great positive perspective of being single. Um, And as she would say, learning to live single God's way and how if you are in that season, it's not a negative. It's extremely positive and that we should be so grateful that God has given us the opportunity to get to know him better, to get to know ourselves better, and to really just understand what the promises are are that he has for our lives and so it is our duty in this season to just grow and learn and prepare and get ready for when he takes us to the next season being single is amazing because at the end of the day it is you and God in such an intimate way that you may not get to have when you have the husband um, and the kids and the family and the dog and the cat and everything kind of in your ear. And so I hope that you all gathered from this conversation that it's okay to let go of anything that is not healthy for you. You know, don't be afraid to step out and step into a one-on-one intimate relationship with God. And just trust that his will for your life will be done. You know, his promises will come to pass. But give him that time. And remember, he is all in your details.